everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. And welcome back to the podcast. And this time we have no video because we totally forgot to bring the chargers. And also, this is our second time recording this episode. Recording doesn't always go smoothly. Like, you know those moments where you're having a conversation and then someone says something or something happens that just kills the vibe and everyone kind of doesn't really know how to react? That happens a lot with us, not gonna lie. Um, And it happened and... Yeah, you would think that after we've been doing this for so long, recording a podcast is really easy, but... There are a lot of episodes that we do scrape and there are even episodes that we have put out there that none of us were really satisfied with. And I think this episode, not all of us were on the same page about it. And there were like certain comments that just kind of the vibe was just killed because of it. Right. It's just hard to navigate that, especially when you're working with this dynamic of your ex and then your best friend i know people talk about this all the time i don't i don't know if i'm straying off topic but um people always say like i don't know how you can ever work with your ex like i i could never do that and yeah honestly i don't know how i did it but i just am and unfortunately a consequence of that is just we have conflicting feelings a lot and i think the way we deal with things are kind of different if i'm not satisfied with something i would much rather just restart and like try and make something better whereas guy likes his routine and he doesn't want something stopping that so yeah conflicts arise and kayla kind of has to play middleman i don't know how she feels about that yeah it's hard (laughs) it's hard because now there is just the three of us and there's so much history here between like everybody and so when you and guile do argue i sort of just feel like okay it's gonna happen again and i just have to wait for it to play out and I'm just listening, but at the end of the day, I know it's like, it's just between you two, and there's only so much that I can do, Um, so I just have to wait for it to, like, settle and calm itself down, but it does affect everybody's mood. Everybody's mood is, right now, pretty poopy, <laughs> to say the least, Um, but that's just the reality of our friendship. Honestly, this isn't exactly rare. It's not every day, but it happens. And I think it's just part of this. It's just part of how we are and how we interact with each other. That it's. That's that's it, you know, (laughs) I think when Gail and I quote unquote argue, it's not the type of argument that you might think of. It's just little things that we don't always agree on and they're not arguments i wouldn't call them arguments they're just conflicts like mini conflicts that kind of throws us off every now and then but again we just have that history and sometimes personal resentment 
kind of just jumps in at random times um about like what each of us did to each other and i don't know i sometimes feel like we have it under control like down to a t of our friendship dynamic and that we are able to work together and have interesting conversations despite the history that we might have with each other yet there are times like right now where I just question whether this is sustainable or not and how much longer can we keep this going which is a scary thing to say but it is a thought I've been having um yeah yeah I guess the the topic of the episode is really about how do you work with people you feel like you can't work with yeah. which it's not even just about work it's how are you how do you handle being around people that you just clash with whether that's friends family members emotionally how do you handle those emotions like the tenseness of it all the anxiety the frustration the stress <sighs> this will be our best attempt to give you our experience as to how we do that um because this is a very niche experience no one's really working with their ex and i think the fact that we both willingly choose to shocks people and like it's just but i think one thing that i like about it i think it proves that people give up on certain friendships too easily and not in a way of you should fight for toxic friendships and not and stuff like that but i think this is kind of a reminder that sometimes the most fulfilling friendships come from a lot of hard battles which again i want to be very clear because there's a fine line between not giving up quickly on your friendships and actually putting in effort versus toxically holding on of course but even when i just think about like the us three and the history we share there is a lot to be learned i think from the fact that we forced ourselves to get along get along after like so many fights so many things and it's almost like testing this theory of like will it be worth it in the end And I think if you asked me that like a year and a half, two years ago of is this friendship worth it? Is this work dynamic worth it? Is the podcast worth it? If it means you got to deal with these fights, because of course, even two years ago, like I think the fights and stuff were worse. I think it was like a really bad dynamic. It's improved a lot significantly. But something I'm very curious to eventually find out the answer to is if all that effort was eventually worth it and if it all if I'm going to look back on it and be glad that I stuck through it, or if I'm going to be like, that was, you know, shouldn't have dealt with it for that long. Like it wasn't worth it. But I think now more than ever, even after all these like little bickers and arguments and such, I'm kind of at a point where I see more value out of keeping some sort of relationship like stable or like keeping this together because now i think we're at a point where the value of it we've gone too far to just go back is that what you're saying 
Because I not even have gone too far to go back. I think we could always go back. It's just like the sunk cost dynamic, right? Like we've already put in so much work and have got through so much. And now we're at a point where it feels like that work is paying off that a friendship of this shared history is something that is rare and it's worth holding on to. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God, if you guys were here to witness the arguments we got into, the resentment, the drama, you, (laughs) it shocks me that we're still friends and we're able to work with each other. But, you know, hiccups like this happen. And even though I say, is this sustainable? I know that the work that we're doing is means so much to each of us that it doesn't feel right to walk away from this. And I know that if we were able to get through what we have gone through, it's hard to believe that something can stop that. Yeah. Even like the worst of things. I don't know. That's, that's what it feels like that we've got through just really terrible things. So it's like, what's a little other small little fight here and there. And like at that point it's just worth it. Cause it kind of, I, they're just so I really value the types of friendships where you've been friends for years, you've experienced things together, and we've experienced this podcast together, and that's something that no other friend that I meet will have experienced alongside me. So part of it is like it it would suck losing that. We've just become such important parts of each other's lives. Yeah. Without meaning to really. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I think even outside of the podcast dynamic or the work dynamic we actually get along really well (laughs) um just us three and it's so surprise not surprising but it's just um it is surprising surprising funny (laughs) to think that since middle school (laughs) since middle school we've known each other and we're still we're still in, in each other's lives despite you know your guys's histories and everything that has happened and so it's it's amazing really because i feel not a lot of people can get to this point because they don't have something that sort of sticks them together like you know this podcast um but yeah i like we really do get along and sometimes i'm just like wow this is this is great this is amazing <laughs> and then you know we have our little hiccups and i'm like okay damn i remember i remember we have some history here and that's yeah. okay that's okay you can't get rid of it and i think as we're going older especially you two you guys have gotten a lot lot better of talking about things and handling things in a very respectful and mature way which has been really crazy to be able to witness the growth of (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm so proud of you guys because i think you know if you guys didn't put in the individual work too get better we wouldn't be here you know so it's crazy thank you gentle parenting (laughs) gentle parenting yeah no (laughs) i do appreciate you for sticking by or handling it really i think i always i mean i always felt bad like knowing that you get dragged into you got dragged into so many arguments and fights that it sucks you just have to witness it and i think even if you're not involved in it just witnessing it like that puts a stress on you so 
sorry for that i'm glad it is better yeah i but i i do agree that like the the i don't know i think maybe i don't know what how to describe it out but yeah we get along we get along and in a way that i'm like i wonder if i'll get along in the same way with other people yeah (laughs) all the bad and the good yes oh my god i have thought about that and i I don't know if I can give an answer <laughs> because I think at at my core, I just think you guys get it. Yeah. You, know? you guys yeah. get everything. And it's so hard to think that I would ever reach this level with any anybody else, especially, I don't want to say especially friends, but it's just so rare now. It's so hard to find that. So thank you to the podcast. No, literally. <laughs> like Even though it you know that relationship that i had with guy it does put a strain on some things i find myself just being relieved to have to go back home and do a podcast i kind of look forward to it honestly mm-hmm. because i'm spending time with these people that accept me completely for everything even even if i may have like not deserved it yeah i think that's <laughs> what like it's so fucked about it's so weird. I, I okay, like I wish I, I'm gonna try to elaborate the weirdness that I feel because there is some like serious trauma that like Thomas has imposed on me that fucks with me when I think about the fact that we still get along and that I still like enjoy his presence and talking with him and like you said like looking forward to doing the podcast and like traveling together and like because you would think like you wouldn't want to travel with and like experience your life or like hang out with someone that like hurt you and this and this and this and this but i do regardless which is why it's like i don't know what fucking type of bond that is like yeah it's really don't get me wrong stuff come up and there are nights where i just remember everything i'm like why why am i still talking to this dude like why is he still part of my life but at the end of the day like i'm still here like i don't know um yeah, and I like like I ask myself, do I feel, do we feel like we get each other because of the fact that we did grow up together since middle school? So we affected like a lot of each other's personality. So it's like we like molded <laughs> this person to like kind of fit something that we all get. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I think so, and. Also, I think a big part is just the things that we talked about on here. <laughs> um, they're not things that you would have told your other friends from high school. You know, it's we've had some very, very vulnerable moments on and off the podcast that I think just have us glued together in a weird way. Well, it's that that we've seen each other at our worst and we're still here after... S- yeah, there's that tr- that trust that they've seen you at your worst and they're still there. And I think that's the c- the comforting part of it because you don't get that with a lot of people. I mean, I don't know many friends. I don't have any other friends that I feel like have seen like the worst of me, like the most vulnerable, the worst, and just s- still kept at it. So it just goes to show what vulnerability does. Like who would have thought? It really does make you realize like I showed you that side and you're still fine with having me around. That's really comforting. 
which is why it's like something I am scared to lose because it's like if I lose that, you know, who like actually knows me for me, like fully me and not just like this certain part of it. I don't know. It's weird because 20 minutes ago we weren't really vibing with each other for a hot minute <laughs> please and now we are just having a conversation and we're laughing we're yeah. we're actually conversing with each other like nothing is wrong but i don't know is this sustainable i always ask myself that question is this healthy is it good for us to like have this type of relationship right i don't know that's what i ask it feels like a because I mean, I feel like Gail and I never exactly got the time and distance we needed to yeah. just not be with each other. We saw each other every week. Imagine that. Even after our breakup and everything, we've we still see each other. We still act like good friends. Yeah, you see that? I think about that of like, am I someday? Like sometimes I think like, would it be good for me and my growth to one day spend time like without knowing anything about you, you know, mm-hmm. like imagining a year where we no longer have the podcast and we're just like, Hey, not in each other's lives, not in each other's yeah. lives at all. I think about that. And I, I can't say that I wouldn't want it because I am just curious to see if, you know, maybe I would miss that part of my life, but also, maybe it would be a good thing for me too yeah and that's just a question i have to sit with myself and really consider i mean i think i think both of you guys deserve the chance to at least explore that because you guys never got it so how do you know you won't know until you do it which i don't know maybe give it a year or two yeah it's just hard because this podcast and And not even that i think even like after the podcast ends part of me would i I feel like part of me would not necessarily want to just because it's a like you've been a presence literally like since i gained consciousness in fucking like 12 you're part of the routine now i know i was the one who turned them gay that's where everything went wrong (laughs) yeah so (laughs) what did you do (laughs) part of me's like because there's comfort in that constant like he's always been a constant so of course like we don't i'm not saying like we would talk every day or anything but just still knowing like what he's up to or being involved in something that just it's what feels natural and so i think the moment that i do if i decide to just like hey i let's take time away from each other and not know anything at all that's going to be like a new chapter in my life which you know i'm sure it could happen it's very much possible it's just Mm -hmm. weird to think about it um, would I want that to last forever? That's where I'm like, I don't know. Like, would it be healthy for it to last forever? Or would it actually be even more beneficial for it to... We can't escape each other. I, yeah, literally. Like, there's... I mean, well, why does that have to be a bad, a bad thing? I don't know. I, it doesn't have I to mean, be. just I think about everything. And I think both of us still kind of hurt from what we did. And like, not... Like, everything has been resolved, but also not really. There will always be that kind of resentment and that pain that we will carry from each other's relationships. And I'm not sure if if I can go on my entire life just harboring it. Or maybe it'll go away after some time. But, yeah. like, 
I really don't know. I, I just think that after everything we've been through, a therapist, a like a mental health professional would definitely tell us that we need some time apart and we probably shouldn't be so involved in each other's lives as much as we are. And that's like another question I want to figure out the answer to is, is it possible to fully heal without time apart? You know, mm. like our will. And I have a hard time believing that because I think it's pretty clear that we both don't necessarily completely forgive each other. Um, yeah, but also, can you really do that unless you talk to the person? True. So maybe the only way to heal, True. like time apart, is just how you get over the emotional, but not like the deep, deep, deep subconscious that requires actually talking about it, which is like, it's kind of like, not to sound too corny or honestly even kind of like, but it's kind of like a family dynamic. I was about to say, it <laughs> kind of feels like a family dynamic. Like, You're forced to try your best and do everything you can to get along. Yeah. And that means working through every issue and kind of just forgiving or forgetting, suppressing, forgiving and forgetting just for the sake of that relationship. Yeah. So like, I think even with Thomas and then the three of us, it feels like a family dynamic in a lot of ways of like, at the end of the day, like I know we're still here for each other. Even after all of that, it's like, I'm still going to be right back here. So yeah. Can't do much about that. <laughs> <laughs> this episode for better, is for so yeah. probably so confusing to the new <laughs> listeners. Sorry, this is as real as it gets. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> this is as real as we get. This is what happens. This is our personal little diary. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh-huh. in the future we'll look back and be grateful that we did it. Maybe because you okay. You know what I imagine, what like is what fucks with me is imagining I'm getting married, I'm 35 years old, I'm 30 years old, I'm getting married. Like, I'm assuming you guys are going to be at my wedding. That I feel like that's the question that the, the, the reference point people use when they think about people that are going to be involved in their lives. Really? Because for me, it's like my funeral. Oh, well, yeah, that's <laughs> I don't too. have a reference point. Yeah, I feel like because a wedding, like, by then you're so far like that's pretty far into the that's mm-hmm. far enough into the future where you're you're grown up you might have a family you have a significant other and you think about like wow i'm entering this new part of my life who are the people that are gonna be at this special moment yeah ideally i would that's what makes me think like i would still be talking to you so i know i'm not gonna ignore you forever mm-hmm. which i guess means like we'll have to just fix it ideally <laughs> i don't know (laughs) whatever i'm just a big advocate for fixing everything to be honest like the whole point of the episode is how do you get along with people you don't like or you can't stand is i genuinely i don't know i'm i like try to make it work i try to make it all work Mm -hmm. but my question is like how do you know when to stop because for example let's say we didn't have the podcast i feel like you guys would have just stopped a while back yeah. And right now you're able to say, you know, I'm a big advocate for fixing things. <laughs> yeah, <'cause we laughs> all this, to. but I, I, I don't just, think we would have made that choice. I don't think you yeah. would be saying that if you didn't have a direct glue to Thomas. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so too. But then that also makes me think, like, that's why I'm so happy. I'm like forced in some way. Like when you are forced to live with people every week, that creates like those bonds that people are like, yeah, it was like family. 
so of course like a lot of friendships never get to that point because you do have the easy bailout of there's nothing keeping us together besides our own will in this case it was more than just will but i think knowing what it feels like to keep fighting for something long after it might be overdue has made me has given me a deeper appreciation for like this is still worth fighting for for me and newer relationships and not let me happen fuck something like that i get what you're saying right yeah so i think the biggest question to ask yourself if it's worth it or not is like am i still getting some sort of enjoyment out of this like is, is this still valuable in some way mm-hmm. and i think the reason that i kept trying and going is because like we did still get along like whenever we weren't fighting i was like oh they do get it though like i do still enjoy them if you guys didn't get it at all and like yeah like i was like oh they're fucking God. boring then i really like <laughs> i would have been like this is not worth it at all but the fact that we do get along is i think what makes it a lot more worth trying for yeah mm-hmm. it's just crazy like it's hard to wrap your head around everything we've gone through and just the dynamic <laughs> i mean yeah the listeners are probably thinking this is this is a crazy ass group of people <laughs> but you're not entirely wrong i guess yeah it takes a lot it takes a lot and i think like gail said it's a family it feels like a family and just as much as there are things that you might not be able to forgive your parents for you do forgive and that's kind of how it feels with yeah. us. So if you were... For better or for worse. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Check back in a few years. Yeah. We'll see. I don't fuck with them no more. <laughs> Please. We fall off. <laughs> yeah. Because I think too many people just drop friendships way too easily. And it's like, girl, like, if you still get along, don't let a little issue move you along. Little issue. <laughs> the little These issues in question. The little issues in question. <laughs> Oh, well. Well, good luck. Good luck with whatever you need to do. Figure out what friendships are worth to you. I feel like having childhood friends is something that's really valuable. So reconnect with them. Be vulnerable. Tell them you love them. Somehow, even though that's scary as fuck. But just try it. You got it. Just think who's going to be at your wedding. Literally. Or a funeral. Like, or a funeral. Could you imagine being at a wedding and being like, none of these people knew me when I was in high school or college? That would be so sad, no? Just yeah. a whole new group of people that don't know. know this whole aspect of your yeah. life. I think about that. That's and what I'm, I'm glad I still have some friends from high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even just as far as fourth grade <laughs> at Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like worth holding on to people that have been there since you were little. I really do. It's like a history book. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this confusing, maybe slightly personal episode that you might not know what you got out of it, but let's hope you did. Hopefully you just understand us a little better. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are curious about it. Yeah. In the back of your heads, like, oh, I wonder how like it all worked out. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, you know, Mark and Isaac, they left. And yeah. I feel... Ever since that happened, we've sort of gotten closer just naturally. Yeah. Hope you hope we inspired some thinking. I really do. Let us know if you have any thoughts. So you can follow us on Instagram at Teenager Therapy. Um if you wanna, you know, stay up to date with us if you don't already. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have video in the next one, I swear. So 
Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.